previously. So you guys are in a little sewer tunnel and it smells horrible. It is dizzying and it's draining. We're gonna get lost in here if we're not careful. Can Otto pull up his shirt around his mouth so he doesn't smell everything so bad? You can do that, but it's not gonna help. <laughs> you are you are bathed in a stench so thick it is almost a liquid. I suppose we should protect everybody in the nation, even this crazy man with no eyes down the sewers. I don't think I ever agreed to that. And have a little vomor at it. You have a point of exhaustion. Oh. oh. You feel your brain becoming adult and you have minus two to charisma. Okay. I just start crying. Oh. <laughs> I don't feel so bad. Across from you are three people. <laughs> they just They're carrying buckets of gold coins. Oh. oh. I uh, don't suppose y'all are willing to just look the other way on this one. I'm going to pop rage and just, just try and hit him really hard. You jump and you bring your ax down and it comes in between the neck and the shoulder oh. and just sinks oh into them. God. You pull your ax out, he just falls backwards into the, <laughs> into the sludge and poop and whatnot. You look up and there is a, there is a baby centipede train staring at you. What the actual hell? Karen is going to put out one hand and go, Hi, Papa. So you're gonna try and kitty, kitty attract. Kitty, a kitty attract. Big a... butts, baby centipede. Yes. You can feel like its mouth fingers all like all over your hand. Mm. It appears like it's making you know weird noises, and then it bites off one of your fingers. Ah! What the? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be down here anymore. You begin to hear chanting multiple voices. The truth shines through lies. Children without parents have been failed by the system. No one deserves to be born poor. The boss knows best. And you can see the person you've been chasing, the green-robed, masked person with the trumpet beak. Prepare yourself for the great truth. everybody and welcome to the terrible adventures of the Janison Breffitt's parchment company my name is Penny I will be your DM and I made a mistake this week I thought about Iroh from Avatar on the bus uh, and then I cried on the bus oh. and all of the school children who were on the bus decided to avoid me and, <laughs> and, and, but luckily I did forgive myself for this mistake that's good it's always important to forgive yourself uh, um, hi I'm Liz I play your favorite dwarf barbarian Karen and I made a mistake this week. I mopped my floors this morning, and then as I was walking out the door, I stepped on my freshly mopped, still wet floors with my socks on, and I'm currently sitting here with wet socks. Do you forgive yourself for that? I do forgive myself. I do forgive myself because my floors are clean, and I'm happy about that. <laughs> I'm Nate, I'm playing Flynnvar the Huffling Bard. I think I also stick with the sock theme because we have not done enough washing and so me and Stephanie have been sharing socks um, and not clean ones. Ooh. Oh no. Do you forgive yourself? No, I do not. <laughs> I refuse to share socks with my partner because yeah. she never keeps them like paired 
And so she has all these random socks. And I, these, my socks are my socks. They're like my favorite thing. <laughs> I'm Steph, and I'm playing Frankie the Human Artificer. And my mistake was not setting my alarm for one of the days I was on the late shift. And I woke up, I'm like, oh, it's 9 o'clock. It's fine. I start at 10.30. And then I have a little bit more time, went to sleep, woke up at like 10.15. And I'm like, I was very late that day. Did you forgive yourself for that mistake? Yes. Did your work? (laughs) Well, I have to stay later next week to make up for the time. So I think so. (laughs) I am Ida. I am the tiefling rogue of the party. And this week I made the mistake of eating too much pizza. I don't know if anyone out there has that thing where you don't want to say that you're gluten intolerant, but you're gluten intolerant. (laughs) But y'all eating pizza anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I I didn't sleep with my partner last night. (laughs) It wouldn't be fair on him. (laughs) But do you forgive yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was worth it. (laughs) Do your intestines forgive you? They will. <laughs> In time. They'll get there. If they know it's good for them. Alright, so we are up to episode four of Arc 2, The Infinite Goose. So, you are all standing in the dome sewer lair of the Truth Trenders. The army of children all has their eyes all on you and their leader. A cloaked, masked figure is standing like up some stairs on a throne made of trash and whatnot, and he's got his arms out and he just said, Be prepared to learn the truth. What do you do? Karen says, Young man, is the truth that you should be in school right now? <laughs> yes, patronizing. I'm not a young man, I'm a revolutionary. Oh. We do not need school because we already know better, isn't that right? And then all of the children are like, Boss knows best, boss knows best. Boss knows best. And it's very frightening because there's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> is this mask, is it something that I could perhaps, like, if I threw something at it, would it fling it off? At the moment, he's within throwing distance, but like, I, I can't tell you that. You can throw something and, and find out. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, I'm gonna look around my feet. Is there like a, a, a pebble or anything around? Yeah, there's like a few little bits and pieces of brick and whatnot. Oh, yep. I'm gonna pick one of those up and I'm going to throw it at this dude's mask. Okay, um, <laughs> I want you to roll an attack roll and use your, because you're aiming for something specific, I want you to use your dexterity modifier. Yeah. Uh, that'll be 11. You pick up like a piece of brick and, and you're kind of like, I just like, I'm tired of this. Like out of everyone, I feel like he has the least patience for this kind of nonsense. <laughs> and he just hits the rock up at the up at the throne. What was your roll? Uh, 11. Yeah, the, the guy in the cloak just kind of like leans to the side and it just goes swings past him and he looks at you and he's like, Reduced to throwing rocks. Here I was thinking we could engage in a meaningful discourse. <sighs> but apparently you were only here to resort to violence. Ida does that thing where he like cups his hands around his mouth to make it louder and he's like, well you're resorting to wearing a dumb mask. (laughs) (laughs) My army of the unwanted sees these intruders. Freaky's like, oh shit. 60 plus like dirty little children like start advancing on the four of you. Karen is going to 
attempt an intimidation role. Um, she's going to say, all right, as she kind of summons her great axe. Okay. She yeah. says, I'm gonna kill some children now. <laughs> cool. She says, all right, I've got some children of my own. And I am not afraid of corporal punishment if the needs require. Mm. And I'm just, that's going to be the intimidation. So just checking, you're threatening the children with an axe. I'm threatening yeah. the children with an axe. Okay, yes. cool. Roll me an intimidation roll. <laughs> so because I've got a minus four to charisma, it's only going to be a plus two to my intimidation. That's a 15, 16, 17. Okay, yeah. So a few of the kids who are the closest to you, like see the axe, and like one of them, like you see tears well up in their eyes <laughs> and they just kind of lean back. But because it's such a large crowd, even though those maybe like six or seven kids let the others go in front of them, it mm -hmm. doesn't stop the entire crowd advancing. Just five or six of them are like, I might, I might catch the halfling instead. We'll go this way. <laughs> <laughs> I want to roll performance to outperform this uh... Masked buffoon. So you want to try and inspire the children? To inspire? I want to trick them into not attacking us. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. What do you say? I kind of put up my hands and I'm like, hey, we are also, <laughs> in the kind of gesturing to Karen, um, truth trenders, we were initiated, we understand why you're here and your needs, but he is just using you and is he really a truth trender if he's hiding the truth of his identity from you? Oh. Please roll good. That's <laughs> roll me a performance check. That's really I nice. Agree. So sixteen. So there's quite a few of the kids. Like the kids slow down, <laughs> and they're like, "You're truth trenders. Who initiated you?" Uh, <laughs> come on, come on. I haven't got my notes. Uh, that was truffle and truffle. Ah, truffle and truffle. These guys are friends with truffle and truffle. It's, oh, it's true. It is true, it is true, yeah, Truffle and Truffle, yeah, great we, friends. We go way back. Way back. Way back. You can see them, like, they clearly, like, these are two of their own. Yeah, and yeah. you guys appear to know them. Do you want to add anything and else about- And we hooked them up with pudding! <laughs> and the kids are like, do, do we get pudding? I mean, you could get know, pudding. I'm your boss, man, like, look at him. The, the man in the mask at the top is like, This is not the time for pudding! It is Time for pudding. Oh, I do believe this is always time for pudding. So I start to chime like pudding, 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 pudding. The children also turn around and they're like, "Yeah, pudding, pudding, pudding." Silence. We agreed that this was going to be a revolution. We cannot be defeated by pudding. And one of the children's like. Boss, this is boring. And the rest, you kind of hear like a murmur of agreement amongst the group. And they're like, yeah, we don't want to play anymore. You just wanted to make us like attack people and grab things. And you know, we used to have a lot of fun before you came down here and like made us all organized. Oh, wow. So he wasn't even an original truth trender, <gasps> says Karen. Well, he had the good idea of adding the fourth rule. And he's a lot older than us, so uh -huh, uh -huh. he gets, you know, he knows more facts. That's so, true. And so it's hard to, it's really hard to prove him wrong because he's so smart. Mm. No, he's not. I will argue that I'm older than him, so would that make me the boss if I'm older? <laughs> and no more facts. And no more facts? What are some facts that you know? Do you know about ponies? I do know a lot about ponies. Well, I know that horses walk on one finger. 
Horses don't have fingers. Exactly. They used to have fingers, and now they only walk on one, and it's really big, and it's called a hoof. So a hoof is like a fingernail. A hoof is like a fingernail. A murmur of appreciation goes out amongst the army of children, and they're like, you can tell that they're all really excited about ponies, and they're kind of like, oh my god, well, did you know the thing about the fingernails? No, I didn't know that thing about fingernails. And they're murmuring, and you can see the boss at the at the top is is really confused and not used to this kind of this kind of treatment, and he's like. No, my army of trenders. This cannot happen. You have pledged to help me with my cause. What is your cause? One of the kids is like, he's mad at his dad. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's, I'm here to, to overturn society and get rid of capitalism and they're one of them's like talk to your dad lyron <laughs> uh, while all this is like lyron? happening people slightly distracted frankie just wants to like start like moving awkwardly through the crowd and like towards the boss but not make it like obvious while everyone's like hey you're significantly taller than everyone <laughs> just like Okay, I want your Romeo stealth check with disadvantage because you are like, you are a good I'm couple so, of feet taller than anyone dumb. else in the crowd. What is, uh... Oh, that is, uh... That is a four. <laughs> um, he very much sees what you're But when the child is like, talk to your dad, Lyron, he's like, do not use my name! Do not use that name! It's not mine, but don't use it! <laughs> you are my minions to command! And the kids are like, This is a dumb game, we're leaving! <laughs> and all of the kids just start like, exiting the dome, you know, out of different tunnels, and a few of them go the way that you came. Um, and you do notice a few of them like, climbing a rope ladder, and exiting out of like, a small hole in the top center of the dome. <laughs> um, and and Ly while this is happening, Lyron's like, No, wait, come back. I promise there will be ponies. I've just been super busy. And they're like, they're not listening to him. He's, <laughs> he's lost his, he's lost his army. Oh no, poor Lyron. <laughs> Daddy can buy him a new one. And so all the children like file out and like, uh, there's a few of them that just kind of like sit on the edge and like pull out snacks and just start watching what you guys are doing. You have cost me my army. You have doomed this city to suffer from capitalism and sin the economy. What do you have to say for yourselves? <laughs> I like buying things. <laughs> My family's a merchant family. Well, I like capitalism. I mean, considering we're all adults with jobs, I mean, <laughs> it's it's serving us pretty well so far. Lyron, sweetie, don't you think you should talk to your dad about whatever's troubling you? And I'd like to make a persuasion roll. Yeah, sure. Fortunately, that is just going to be a flat roll because I don't have on my plus four anymore. That's a seven. <laughs> he just—he he's mad. He pulls out an orb similar to the one that he used. Um, on the surface that created the cloud of smoke mm -hmm. out of his cloak and he's like my dad doesn't listen to me he only cares about his stupid parade you guys you guys don't even know just you ruined everything and he throws the orb at the ground and it shatters and it creates 
um, a massive cloud of smoke and dust. I want everybody to please roll me a con save. Uh, I got a 22. I got a nine. I got a 14. I got an eight. Okay, so you all start like coughing and spluttering. Um, <laughs> Karen and Ido, I want you to take four poison damage. Ugh. And everybody has now obscured vision because of the smoke. I have poison damage resistance. Does that mean I just take half? Yes, that's right. As a dwarf, yeah, you have natural immunity to poison, so you just take that half damage. Um, so I want everyone to roll me initiative. Woo! Man. One. Twenty. Twenty-one. Nice. Karen got an eleven. Okay, so here is the deal. You guys can't see. Mm -hmm. You're operating in a cloud of smoke um, and it is hard to breathe. Um, you, you two didn't take poison damage, but it's still it's still a considerable like pain in the butt when it comes to trying to see. Top of the round, this guy's throwing a smoke bomb and he definitely seems aggressive. Frankie, you're up. What do you do? Frankie just wants to first like sort of yell out and be like, I know what it's like to have a dad like that. When all you want to do is do science, but your dad says no. I thought you were going to end it with, I know what it's like to have a dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I nearly did like, wait, no. <laughs> that's, that's real it So I just want to like try and like be like, I know what it's like. Please, I don't think we should fight. Can we just talk about how lame our dads are for a little bit first? Okay, and you're not going to take any attack action? No. Okay. Because he's uh, just a kid, and also there, I can't see. There is no response. Fuck. Flynn? Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll, roll, me a, roll me a persuasion check. I'll give you, I'll give you a chance uh, to roll for that. Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there is a response. It's, I know what it's like to have a dad. <laughs> Frankie tears up a little bit. <laughs> um, next up is Flynn. What are you up to? I might cast Hideous Laughter. I, you can't see him, and I think most of the spells like that are against a target that you can see. Uh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that you can see within a range. Okay, okay you can't see him. Now then, I'm going to use an action to take my rope off my belt, yeah. and I'm just going to, like, flick whip it <laughs> in front of me. Okay. <laughs> are you trying to, like, lasso him, or are you trying to whip him for damage? Just see, like, whereabouts. Kind of like just a field. Okay, you're kind of using it like a sonar. That's yeah. Kind of mm. Roll a perception check. 13. You swing your rope around and about halfway through the arc, it does like bounce a little bit. So like he, he appears to be pretty much right in front of you. Cool. I was like, I'll whisper like 12 o'clock guys. Okay. Next up is Lyron. I guess I can use his name now. Um, I'll remind you that he is wearing a mask. Um, so he doesn't seem too bothered by the smoke. Um, you hear footsteps. You're kind of looking around just like see where the danger's coming from. Um, and there is a, like a green flash and then uh, Frankie, you feel uh, your feet being swept up from under you <laughs> as a staff. Uh, I'll, roll, I'll roll an attack roll. So a, a staff uh, sweeps you out from underneath your feet uh, and you land on the ground. You're now prone. Uh, um, and he is going to make an attack roll against you. Of course. What's your... Oh, you rolled a net 20. Uh, so I assume a net 20 is going to hit you. Yeah. So he just has a stick. So he's just hitting for stick damage which is just D4 plus one. Um, so he just, hit, he just hits you with two bludgeoning damage. Oh, actually that was a net 20, so that's double damage. Oh. Uh, oh. Sorry, it's three damage, not two damage. Ow, no sticks, I can poke somebody's eyes out. You're damn right, kid. Uh, and Karen, you're up. 
Um, I'd like to make a grapple check. Okay, you're going to need to roll a perception roll first to okay. see if you can find out where he is. Sure thing. Uh, 16. Because of where Frankie just called out from, yep. you do manage to sort of know the direction that he's in. Fantastic. Um, and I would like you to roll. So it's a strength contest for a grapple, yes, right? Yes, it is. So it can either be strength or um, it can be either be athletics or acrobatics, whichever one you want. Okay. Um, but I am rolling a, a strength. So that is a 21. Yeah, so you do manage to just like, just grab him. Yep. And you get your arms around the cloak. Yep. He's a bit taller than you, but you kind of manage to grab him by the waist. Yep. Um, and he is now held. And I'm just going to kind of say, uh, Karen is just going to say, now stop being silly, Lyra. <laughs> and she's just going to like hold him in place. Uh, he starts thrashing and he says, you're not my mom. <laughs> Can I take an, can I, can I take another action or is that? Do you have multiple attacks? Yeah, I don't um, think you do. No. So a grapple is an action. Okay, it, yeah. Once you get to like multiple attacks, I think you can grapple mm. an attack. But at the moment, if you're yeah. just on one, that's you. But yeah, no, that's, that's just me. Him. Yes. And on his turn, he'll be able to roll to see if he can break out. Uh, Ida, what are you doing? How close am I to them? Everyone's kind of like standing pretty close to each other. I would say you're within 10 to 15 feet of where everybody else is. Okay, sweet. Well, I would like to, um, just by the sound of both Karen and Lyra making noise, I'm going to walk towards where I think they are. Roll perception check. Can I say that because Karen is um, yelling at Lyra that she gets it at advantage? Yeah, okay. Twelve. So you run in the direction that you think that they are coming from, um, and after a, about 20 feet, you realize you've gone the wrong way. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Well. <laughs> it's it's a big you know, stone dome, and the sewers sounds are bouncing around, and it's hard to tell exactly what is where. So you've still got 10 feet of movement left, and you could still you still have an action if you'd like to use that in, in for something. I'll be honest, I feel like a bit of an idiot since I know I ran the wrong way. So I'm just going to stand there and pretend that I didn't do anything because no one saw me. <laughs> <laughs> can we roll perception to see if we've seen that? <laughs> roll perception to see if you can tell that yes. uh, I ran the wrong way. Uh, that's um, a 15 no. on perception. With disadvantage. Did you lose any wisdom for your poison? No. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. Karen. Karen realized that you ran the wrong way. She heard the footsteps and then she heard the sudden stop and <laughs> she knows that you've gone the wrong way. Heard a big sigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next up is Frankie. Frankie, I guess. So it's half your movement to stand if you want to stand up. Okay. Then I guess I'll slowly stand up. Oh, begrudgingly. Help me get him on the ground. And I want to help Karen get him on the ground. Yes. Roll perception check. Uh, that is, <laughs> that's a three. Oh, okay. but you're right so there. You, you, grab at the, you grab wildly at the struggling like pair of people. <laughs> um, and Karen, you feel someone grab you by the face. <laughs> Karen uh, says, not me. Uh, <laughs> can you just quickly roll me, a, roll me a strength check just to see if you can hold on to him? Uh, that's a 21 again. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> uh, is this you? <laughs> is this you? Who's this? Who am I touching? <laughs> Reaching down, he's like, huh? <laughs> okay, are you gonna do anything else with your turn? I think that's, that's, that's my, that's my actions. That's all I have. Okay, Flynn? I think Flynn is a little bit mad at how, like, ridiculous it is. So he's just gonna pull out his sword 
and go like hard out to where he last heard the footsteps and just whoosh. Okay. Okay. Roll me a position check. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> Please don't kill me. Swinging the sword. Wildly, blindly. Prepared for death. Cool. Mmm. Flynn, <laughs> please don't kill me and Frankie. So that's a 15. 15 does clear it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, the, the perception check in the smoke is a 14. So if you missed, you would you had an equal chance of hitting Frankie, yeah, Karen, or, or Lyron. <laughs> um, so you're gonna you're gonna slash him with the sword? Are you like you're specifically trying to hurt him? Yeah. Okay. I've had um, roll me an attack roll. <laughs> Plimpa says, fuck them kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to run sewers. I'm tired. Ah, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Ah, that does miss. His, his AC is not, his AC is higher than It's not eleven. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, so you come up and you swing your sword. The two of you see the green of the sword, like, swing near you. And, like, there was no attempt to, like, pull that punch. And so you guys are like, okay. Would you guys like to react to the fact that Flynn could have very hurt you just now? Karen says, by the old gods, Flynnvar. <laughs> Frankie squeals, very high-pitched in fear. <laughs> it's Lyran's turn. He wants to attempt to break out of the grapple. Um, so what's your, what's your, how do we do this? Is it like another con, another strength check? Or is it like, I just have to meet a certain save to get out? You must succeed on a strength or dex, athletics or acrobatics check. Um, and it's contested by my strength. Okay. So I rolled 18. So see if you, if you can beat 18. Mm. Damn it. I'm so sorry. Okay, so what he does is you you hold on to the green cloak mm. and you feel him suddenly slip out of it. Okay. Like he, he kind of drops down and slips out of it. And then he's going to sweep your legs, Karen. Okay. And he doesn't. He, he, he just swings his stick, but he's on the wrong angle. And it just kind of like hits you on the side of the leg. It does no damage, but just very much annoys you. <laughs> Um, and then he is going to uh, scuff, he's going to scuffle away. She says, I'm losing my patience, Lyran. <laughs> um, you hear a sob. Oh. He sounds like, he sounds like he might be crying. <laughs> Good. And you hear, he says again, I told you, you're not my mom. <laughs> you're like, well, maybe I am. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> um, Karen, it is your turn. Uh, Karen would like to um, walk to kind of feel her way towards him. She's only got Roll 15. Roll check first, you don't yeah, know which direction That's true, that's true. Uh, that is a 14. Yeah, cool, so that meets. Yes. And she would like to kind of walk towards him uh, with her hands outstretched saying, Lyran, you know you can always talk about it if you need to. I'm not trying to hurt you. Linfar is. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe watch out for that. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 18 on the dice. Flat nice. 18. Do you have any um, Do you have any penalties at the moment? Um, well, it was a plus four, but then a minus four to Christmas. Okay, so. cool. You feel something you didn't expect to feel. Mm. You feel arms around you. Aww. As he kind of like grabs onto you. It doesn't feel like a grapple. Mm. And you kind of just feel like maybe you're being hugged right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tall teenager leaning all the way down. She pats him on the back and says, it's all right, darling. We can work it all out. It's not too late. He does start sobbing. And as the, like, the dust begins to settle in the room and 
like you can see Flynn with his sword out, like almost <laughs> almost impaling Frankie and Ido just like off by himself. <laughs> and you all turn and you just see like a skinny human boy just sitting on the ground and kind of just hugging Karen and he seems to be crying. Ido points and laughs. <laughs> I defer. Oh That's not the time. I quickly shoot this. <laughs> 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 and Lyron like pulls off the mask mm-hmm. and looks at you and he just looks like a kid. Like he, he looks like he's like Ido's age, but at the moment he just looks like a kid. He looks mm. like any of your children. And he says, it's not been the same since she died. And you were laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do kind of bite my tongue with my. It's not fair. It's not fair. He just all he cares about is his dumb projects, that festival, and what the emperor thinks of him. And there's nobody for me. Freaking crazy little bit. And then I met these kids, and they liked me, and they looked up to me, and now they're gone, and and and. and I just wanted to teach him a lesson. I just wanted to show him that the dumb festival is not as important. So those guys gave me that thing and I put it on the goose and and I... <sighs> I know, honey. It's hard being a kid. It's hard and nobody understands. What are you going to do with me? Nothing. We're going to take you back to your dad. She looks at Idafer, who like slammed his fist into his <laughs> other hand, goes, shakes her head. Says, we're gonna ex- we're gonna explain it all. You've just made a mistake. It's okay. We can fix it all. But you need to tell me more about the guys who gave you the thing to put on the goose. Oh, okay. They were. I'm pretty sure they're criminals. Mm-hmm. They're g- gang members. Mm-hmm. Um, they said they 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 paid me, and they they gave me that that magic item, and they. They told me to release the goose into the festival and they were wearing like suspenders and like fancy hats and they said they said that they said that marvelous would be very grateful marvelous. if i if i did it and my dad sucks you know like i i know i know i didn't expect the geese to go that far but the warforged keep hitting them i thought they would figure it out <laughs> Well, they're not known for their great feats of intelligence, darling, are they? Come on, let's get you cleaned up. Let's wipe away those tears. Let's let's go and see your dad. He like wipes his like his eyes on his sleeve. I would I would help you out, but uh, there's a lot of blood on my hands, there, honey, and I, I just I don't want to get it on you. But she and he, pulls, like, pulls she... away, and he's like, "Oh, there's also blood on my hands." <laughs> I apologize for that. It's mostly mine. <laughs> and she holds out her hand and there's a pinky missing. <laughs> oh, what the hell have you? Oh, I can, you don't have to go back that way. I know it's like, it's fine for me because I've got the mask and I'm not bothered. I know the way, but it's dangerous in there. Why don't we just, and he kind of looks up and up at the rope ladder that leads up to the center. <sighs> Are you guys okay? I feel, I was just trying to do something good for the city. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to make enemies of you guys. You, it's okay, you haven't made any enemies. You've just made a mistake. And you've just covered the Remember city in goose crap. <laughs> we're, we're, all, we're all truth trenders here. Oh, Lord. 
Except me. <laughs> Karen kind of laughs a little bit like she's trying to get him in on the joke. Flynn and Frankie, are you guys doing anything uh, in this moment? No, Frankie's just dusting himself off, kind of a little bit salty that he got hit with a stick and, you know, <laughs> oh yeah, it's all funny when my dad, but you know, you have a dead mom and I have a dead mom and I don't know. <laughs> a little bit uh, salty about it, but, uh, you know, he's all right. He's Frankie. <laughs> And Flynn's still a little bit embarrassed about uh, the sword. <laughs> just right. the fact that he almost put... So you guys are just kind of like hands in pockets. Yeah, just yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. kicking the dust around and like... Plus emotions. So. Flynn and Frankie, roll me perception checks. Uh, 12. 14. Flynn, you notice a couple of bottles uh, just sitting in a crate nearby. Ooh, so I just sidle over to them. You recognize some of their potions? One of them is a uh, potion of uh, restoration, and one of them is a potion of healing. So you can give the potion of restoration to one person to cure two of their debuffs, and you can give the potion of healing to someone to cure their HP. Sweet. So I picked up. I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna use these because horrible sewer. Yeah, yeah, that seems fair enough. <sighs> yeah, go go ahead, go ahead. Look, we we probably should go though. I think that I imagine by now the geese are really messing the city up. There's a lot of geese. Do you know how to stop them? Yeah, we just have to take the the clasp off of the original one. <laughs> well, that might be a problem. We've got no idea where the original goose is. Well, I mean, my goose, Florence, is he's, he's a pretty mild-tempered goose. I imagine that if you can find the one that's not trying to kill everything, that'll probably be him. Oh, Florence! <laughs> so cute! Oh, it's your pet's goose. Well, that's very nice. I'm sure he'll come to you if you call him. Why don't we go and solve this together? Okay, who's going to have the potions? This is me, Penny, talking. Me, 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 me. The, re the rebuff or the heal? The rebuff. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you can cure two of your debuffs. <laughs> I think I will cure um, the minus four charisma and the minus two con. So that, that there's two separate... Uh, debuffs on charisma if it's minus four. So, ah, so that would be one okay. each. Yeah. I'll I'll cure the minus four to charisma. Okay. Because that's a big one. I'm fine for healing because I'm still on twenty two. <laughs> I am at about half. I think. Oh no, then you should. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that one then. Okay, so uh, it's one d six plus two healing. Cool. Five. Yeah. Five. Nice. Right. Let's go. Hey, it's Penny, I'm back, and I have a voice again. First of all, we're doing a crossover stream. The Janice and Brefords crew have been invited to participate in live stream crossover D&D games with some of our other New Zealand D&D podcasts. The first one, me, I, will be playing a level 20 one-shot alongside members of Getting Dicey, Season Quest, Diceratops, Guardians of the Gygaxy, and Dungeons and Comedians. If you like our show and you're interested in more New Zealand homebrew D&D content, join us on the evening of Sunday the 25th of October on the Getting Dicey Twitch channel where I will be playing one of my all-time favourite characters, a Warforged Barbarian. The giveaway is still open to enter. Thanks to our friends at Mindflayer Miniatures and Live Artisan Design, we're giving away one-of-a-kind D&D stuff. You can get yourself either a custom-painted adventurer mini or a digital art design piece of your own character, and all you have to do is visit any of our social medias and leave a comment telling us which character from the podcast is your favourite and why. The winner of the prize will be announced next episode, which we're going to release on October 25th, so don't wait, get in now for cool free stuff from at Miniatures on Instagram and at Design on Facebook and Instagram. Music credits. 
There's a few this week, but we're good creatives and we like to shout out. So thank you to these artists for the music we used on the show this week. Uh, Quan for Hip Hop, Electrofight and Intuit. Dan Lebowitz for Robots Are Cometh. Diala for Help Me OP1. And DJ Williams for The Sound of a Dollar and The Emperor's New Nikes. And as always, thank you to Regan McKinnon for the show's theme song. You can interact with us at facebook.com slash Podcast, And we also have a Twitter at JBPC Podcast, where we post show updates and apparently now cool goose facts too. Uh, we love hearing from fans, so please feel free to leave us a message or tag us. You can listen to the show at janisonbreffords.podbean.com. And we're pretty much all over the place as far as podcasts go as well on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, um, Google, just wherever you get your podcasts. This is the last episode of The Infinite Goose. Uh, I hope those of you who have stuck with us this far are enjoying it as much as we enjoy making it. Uh, next episode will be another Smoko episode, and then we'll move on to our next arc, which is called Who Spiked the Punch? All right, I think that's enough immersion-breaking news and shout-outs. On with the show. Let's see if we can chew away this goose problem once and for all. So you pop out and do things hit you immediately. First thing, fresh air. Beautiful. Love that stuff. (laughs) (sighs) Smells fantastic. Feels good in your lungs. Beautiful. Second thing is... The cacophony of honks and flaps and squawks coming from every direction. And as you like push up uh, through the trap door, um, you climb through it and you realize that you're actually underneath the execution platform in the city center where you first started your investigation um, and you have a quick look and you realize that from the top it's like it's got grass on it and you wouldn't even know if there's a latch like it fits perfectly into the ground um, you were probably standing on top of it mm. uh, earlier today but but you pop back out and and as everyone starts to climb out you look out from the like relative little area that you're underneath the platform and there is not a square of grass to be seen. <laughs> the entire park, this massive, huge central park, is just full of geese. There is it's just white and goose poop and flapping everywhere. Like a good hundred feet or so away, you can see um, there's a couple of guards who have just been overwhelmed and are just kind of like, um, like leaning up against each other and using their shields. And there's about six or seven Warforge guards who are just kicking ass. <laughs> but all they're doing is creating more geese. Mm. <laughs> so who comes out second? Then it'll be me. Okay, cool. And then you? Yeah. Um, and then Lyran and then and then Karen. And and then Karen. Sorry, I'll just delete that because I cracked a high and I didn't want that on the podcast. <laughs> and you all kind of look out over this ocean of infinite geese <laughs> and what do you do look at all these chickens <laughs> i am kind of hungry look at all these chickens Frankie <laughs> uh, does have a minus two to intelligence <laughs> so florence right yeah florence so i'm gonna like stop being like florence like a cat. All of the geese are really confused and aggressive. <laughs> Imagine if you just burst into existence with with a long neck and two feet and a wing and a wings, a wings. and you didn't know anything. You would probably be very distressed. <laughs> now imagine that just times like hundreds and hundreds of geese. You you can call, but they're so loud. I don't think they're gonna hear. Frankie you. just takes out some like 
breadcrumbs out of his pocket and just like, no. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, roll me a animal handling check. Oh, Please roll well. Oh. For the sake of all of us, Frankie. Oh. Please do not overwhelm us with geese. That's a 14. Some of the geese notice you and they kind of like flat, you know, fly over the little like low bar into the area that you're standing in. But it's just a few. It's like four oh, okay. or five of them. And they just start like hissing at you and pecking at the breadcrumbs like... Yeah. Are, are any of these your goose? <laughs> Honestly, I have no way of knowing. They're they're very aggressive. They look they all look just like him, except for those two. And like kind of points off to the side. And there's one that's like on fire and like blasting fire everywhere. And there's a purple one that's like flying around and like appears to be like glowing with energy. He's like, oh, I don't know about those two, but no, the rest of them all look just like him. I would be very concerned if those two looked like Florence. Is there anywhere that he usually goes? I mean, he he likes he likes the water. We could we could <laughs> we could try the pond. That seems like a very good idea, Lyron. Why don't we try the pond? How are we gonna get to the pond, guys? Very very. How are we going to get to the pond? I'm just gonna ask you guys one question. <laughs> what do you currently know about the geese? Uh, not to bump them. Very aggressive. Don't bump them. Uh, if you take off the collars, they disappear. Sometimes. They are mutants, and it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna give you any more help. Uh, uh, well, and Murphy wants the original bracelet. Puzzles? Like what? Is puzzle? <laughs> you, okay, you have four or five geese here in the little yeah. like zone with you. Yeah. So I was gonna take the things off those ones. <gasps> ah, well, there. Geese can fly. Geese can fly. Yeah. But if we kick them really hard, we'll get a big one. What? What? And then fly it to the pond? No. <laughs> Slimbutt! This is why we brainstorm. Slimbutt, no! What? Uh, Karen's gonna give a go taking off one of the... Yeah, Freaky's gonna... Okay, uh, well, I guess it'll be two of you together, so one of you roll with advantage on animal hair. Okay, um, I've got a plus one. What have you Same. Got? Okay, um, I'll roll. Yeah, just, just, just roll. I suppose. Just roll. Too bad, bro. Okay, that's a 13. Yeah, you managed to, actually, and the two of you, can you, uh, so Flynn and Ido, can you guys please roll me perception checks? 19. Six. You guys managed to jump on and wrestle one of the geese, and it does kind of like pick at Frankie's face a bit, <laughs> but you managed to like quickly uh, undo the clasp and pull it off. And Flynn, you notice that while the goose disappears, about 12 or 13 other random geese from nearby also vanish. Of course, they all go with the ones that they've been bumped into. Oh, the original. So if we take off some of the ones that are here, where it all started, they're probably more of the original geese, so ones in the city will start disappearing. Then we'll be able to find Florence. We need to go tell the Warforge that, so they're not kicking more out as we're doing it. As well, can we like, animal handle our way to them? Let's, yes, let's give it a go. All right. Maybe. <laughs> we, we should work in teams. Mm. Yes, that sounds like a good yeah. idea. Yeah. You and me, Frankie. Yeah, yeah. Frankie says that. Come on, like, Flynn. He's wrestling like a goose salt in his face. He's like, yeah. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, yes. <laughs> okay, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what is the plan? So we're going to degrease our way to the Warforge and then tell them the plan so that they're not continually making more and then try and reduce the amount 
You, so said we, you, you said you were splitting into teams? What are the yeah. roles of the teams? Just just teamwork. <laughs> teamwork. Okay, so so you, basically you're just going to wrestle single geese in pairs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, like, do you, do you just start grabbing them at random? Yes. And I will tell Lyron that he is on breadcrumb duty. Okay, so what does that mean? That means if he can entice any geese closer to us, with breadcrumbs. Okay, so he goes up to the edge. Like, there's still a couple of geese, like, in the space with you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we'll get those ones first. You two can decide. So, like, how this is going to work is because you're working in pairs, one of you will roll with advantage um, because you, you, you're technically using the help action. Yes. So, between uh, Flynn and Ido, you guys can decide which one of you will roll and which one will help. And between you two again, which one will roll and which one will and you can alternate as well. Do you want to roll this one? And what's the um, check that we're rolling for? Animal handling, which is, I believe, a wisdom a Wisdom check. Oh, yeah. cool. And also, you have disadvantage on ability checks. Uh, oh, I've, yeah, got yeah. I've got a two, but I can I can add an extra is it extra one because my jack of all trades. Like I can. Do you have proficiency in animal handling? Uh, not proficiency. Yeah, so that you get to add a plus one because of jack of all trades. Yeah, that's good. So I've got a three. Okay. Because wisdom is something I don't have. I feel like you should just roll anywhere. <laughs> I'm not going to be useful here. Uh, so, so Nate, roll the roll animal handling with advantage, which is twice. Twenty. All right, I'm going to start rolling some d100s to see how many you get rid of. You, yep, you definitely managed to catch a goose, um, and you, together with Ido, uh, you managed to grasp the clasp off of its neck, and twelve geese from nearby, um, all all vanished. Ido, roll me another perception check. I know you have disadvantage, but roll it anyway. 13. Out of the corner of your eye, like how this is, seems to be working is any goose that is spawned off of the one that you are taking the clasp off will also disappear. And so 11 of them nearby disappear and, and Ido, you actually notice out of the corner of your eye, one quite far away has disappeared, like it's kind of flown away to a new spot. But you also see up in a tree, kind of nearby the edge of the park, you see a small cuddly ball of fur that you recognize as your dad's cat business. And it doesn't actually seem that distressed. It's just up in a tree and it's just kind of looking at the ground beneath it. I don't like, I know my dad's cat is pretty chill. Like, it's not going to do anything. I'm not going to worry about him for now because I feel like we've kind of got enough. Yeah, I'm just going to store that in the back of my mind for now because I've got a ton of geese we need to deal with. <laughs> you can kind of see him walking back and forth up a branch like he's like really interested or hunting something. Oh. But you can sort of, you know where he is. Okay, that's Okay, so uh, I believe it is uh, Karen and... So yeah, that was like not a lot of geese disappeared off of that one. Like you're hoping that you'll find one that will get you like a good like hundred geese. Because yeah. if you can get the early ones, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Then you'll take it, you'll take out a lot of them. Okay. That is eleven. Eleven. Um, unfortunately, the you aren't able to you aren't able to grab the goose. Um, it notices you as you're diving for it, um, and you take three pecking damage. Three pecking damage. Oh. As it um, as it picks at you and then kind of like flaps and kind of like out, out of the space. Um, there are two geese remaining within the area that you have. Um, if you'd both like to have another go. All right. Yeah. I'll roll. I'll roll this time. Okay. And Lyran's distracting them with with beautiful crumbs. I got a seven, so that was a no on Karen. Oh, it's so difficult. Uh, so yeah, you both take three picking damage. Oh, <laughs> just got to keep going, I suppose. Uh, you're gonna keep just. I'm trying to grab. Like, so what happens is you miss, and then they fly out of the space. So now there are no more. Um, there are no more geese like within this little kind of like underneath the platform area that you're in. Okay. I grab Frank and go, more breadcrumbs! <laughs> uh, 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 okay, okay, 
biscuit in his pocket and a, I don't know, a bread roll that's kind of whole, like, hard and a little bit moldy, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. throw them on the floor, <laughs> they crumble, and hopefully that gets some more geese into our little area. Okay, you're the one who drew them, so roll animal handling. See if you see if you can um, attract some of the geese yeah. nearby. You're using food, so I'll cancel your disadvantage, so it's just... Uh, 13? Uh, yeah, so you throw the breadcrumbs on the ground and six more geese fly into the space. This, like, seems to be working okay because it means they can't, they can't overpower you. Um, yeah. Yeah, so this is, this is kind of an okay plan. It seems to be working. Alright, Karen's gonna try and grab for them again with the help of Frankie. Go for it. Uh, that is few. That's a 14. Yeah, sweet. So you managed to grab him and you managed to take off his, um, take off his class with Frankie's help um, and 36 geese from around nearby disappear creating a little bit of like grass space that you could move out into. I got a 14. 14 yeah nice you um, you managed to you managed to grab uh, one of the geese and uh, with Ido's help you managed to take the clasp off of it and 80 geese disappear. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There is like actually a really clear space out into the park now that you could start moving and you actually have some like a little bit of safe space. It tends to be the ones that are right next to each other yeah. um, kind of disappear. And there's like a few random ones that have like flown in obviously that aren't part of like the spawn family. But yeah, so you have a little bit of space now to move into if you want to. Lovely, lovely. Is it closer to the Warforged? Yeah, so it's moving that way. Wait, okay. Let's go guys. Let's, let's go and get some help. So you run about 50 feet through the new bit of grass that you have created for yourselves. Um, and there's probably another 50 feet again now that is all just solid geese. All right. Um, and they've seen you and they're starting to hiss at you and they're starting to like close back in, but it's not quite as cramped as it was before. All right, let's try and grab some more. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Goose grabbing time. Uh, that's a 16th Karen that's a and, success. and Frankie. Oh uh, no. Oh no. Oh, that was, that was a, a four plus, yep, a five. Take two picking damage. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you guys successfully managed to grab one? Yes. 96 geese? This was like an early stage one. Yeah. As like you managed to ping it off and then suddenly just like the whole area is just like and a bunch of them disappear. And now you can see that directly in front of you about 50 feet is where the Warforged and a few of the guards are who are like, oh, okay, um, this is good. And they kind of see you. And Ido, you notice, um, you kind of see that your cat is now on a branch uh, and underneath of him, is a small pond ah. where a only a single goose appears to be swimming around it. And I want you to roll for initiative because at this very moment, the <laughs> flaming goose and the purple demonic oh, goose classic. fly in. <laughs> like you're about to move towards where the cat is and then just this line of fire shoots in front of you, Game of Thrones style, like creating a little line of fire in front of you and a very angry fire goose and a very angry demon goose attack you. Everybody roll for initiative. Just a question. Did my dad's cat have a name? Did I give it a name? Oh, I don't even remember Whiskers. <laughs> I got a natural 20. Nice. Frankie, your initiative's good, man. Uh, I just rolled good. <laughs> it's all luck. Roll luck. Roll. I got 17. Uh, Karen got 13. The same. Oh, and I promised Liv that I would do this. <laughs> so, as the two mutant geese kind of like 
fly in and sort of stand in front of you. They're goose size, they're not giant like the other one, mm -hmm. but they're very menacing and they appear to have some kind of magic um, on them. A, you hear clinking and a third goose also approaches from the side wearing a tiny cowboy hat and appears to have spurs into the back of its feet. Um, <laughs> and also cowboy juice, cowboy juice, cowboy goose joins the fray. Cowboy joins goose. the fray. Cowboy Goose joins the fray. Cowboy Goose, and I'll roll Cowboy Goose into initiative as well. <laughs> we did not do very well. Good. Um, I, I didn't originally have Cowboy Goose as a as a mutant, but Liv made me promise that I would add Cowboy Goose into the game. So here we go, Cowboy Goose. <laughs> I, all I see is like Woody, but as a goose. <laughs> it's literally just wearing, it's a regular looking goose. It's wearing a tiny cowboy hat. Um, and it has like those boot spurs just out the back of its regular feet, and that's it. Creepy. It is otherwise a completely normal goose. So, Did Liv draw this? Uh, no, but I imagine she will after hearing this. <laughs> Extremely scary. Um, so you goose. guys, so the, these two really menacing geese are like honking at you, and one of them spitting fire, and the other one's got this like weird glowing purple energy coming from it. All right, and so it's time to start combat. Where's Lyron at the moment? Uh, he's he's in the back of you. Sure. Um, you know what? I'll add him to the initiative because he's here too, and because he seems he, he seems to like you. Oh, okay. He rolled really well. Yay, Lyron! Good boy. Cool, Frankie. You're up first. What are you gonna do? Um. So where's Cowboy Goose? Is it just there with yeah. us? It's it's so the th the five of you are standing together. So four of you in a line. Uh, Lyron just behind you and. In front of you are Fire Goose, and then 10 feet to the side, Demon Goose, and then 10 feet to the side, Cowboy Goose. Okay, so, cause the Fire Goose and Demon Goose look a little too scary for uh, Frankie, <laughs> he's gonna go for Cowboy Goose. Okay. And he's gonna be like, you've yeed your last hog. <laughs> <laughs> and just grab, uh, like just a little stone that he's been carrying, smack some fire, Bomb on it and chuck a firebolt at him. Okay, cool. Roll an attack roll. That is an eight. <laughs> um, the cowboy goose flaps its wings and manages to hop out of the way, and it like opens its mouth to honk and it goes, Howdy! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's no. terrifying! Oh, no. Please, again, blame Liv. Frankie is scared. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna think Frankie's that. Next in the order is Lyron, and he is going to uh, put his mask on. He's like, he kind of does it as like his little anime character moment. He like puts his mask on, and he's like, I'll handle this. And he takes out one of his orbs, and he throws it not at your feet, but over at where the, the geese are. And it does shatter and explode and cause a large cloud of smoke to like basically obscure the geese in their vision. Yeah, that's frustrating because now we can't see the geese, right? Can we duck around? Lyron! <laughs> are you are you fast? Can you go can you get to the guards or maybe get to the pond or Next in the order is Fire Goose. You hear a flapping noise and 
from the cloud of smoke in front of you, a blast of hot energy um, hits all of you. Uh, I want everybody to make a dex save, please. Is it fire? It is fire. I believe I have fire resistance as a T3. Cool, well that means that you'll take half damage if you have resistance. Karen got a 16. 20. Uh, 7. 17. Okay, so I'm gonna roll damage on that. It is 2d6 plus 2 damage. Um, so everybody who rolled over 14, so which is everyone except you, uh, takes half damage on this. And I believe because you have resistance as well, you, you take, can we get a table vote? Is it quarter damage if you have resistance and you make the save or is it always just half damage? I think it's quarter. Yeah, so you take half and then half again. So that is six damage total. So Frankie, you take six, you two take three, and I think you just take one fire damage. But the other uh, effect is that the smoke cloud quickly dissipates. And as it does, you can see that it's using its wings to like blow up this blast of fire. Mm. And then as it finishes, it takes to the air. Flynn, you're up. How far is the space around the terrifying geese to the pond with the chilling? Okay, so the, the three geese are about 15 feet in front of you, and on the other side, about 35 feet past that, are where the Warforge and the guards are. Um, and it's mostly clear, so a few of the Warforge are still fighting geese, and the other the guards are kind of like exhausted and sort of sitting on the ground. Um, and then about 60 feet to your right is where the pond is. I might try and gap it to the Warforged, and just like speed, like use all my, my actions to like speed run to the... Okay, so you're gonna use your speed and then you're gonna also use the dash action. Yeah. You could tell me which one you're gonna run past on the outside and one of them will get attack of opportunity on you as you run past. Cowboy. <laughs> I know you think that the demon was probably the strong- No, definitely the demon's the strong <laughs> Okay, so Cowboy Goose is going to uh, take a yeehaw peck at you. What's your AC? Uh, 15. Yeah, it makes that. Um, and so it does take like a six shooter peck at you. It's like- Whoa. Yeah, because it's cowboy themed. Uh, <laughs> and you take you take six damage. Oh man. So it does one damage for each pick. It's very fast. Oh it's so far. I planned the fire goose and the demon goose and I'm just making up the cowboy goose. <laughs> <laughs> so you took the damage and you make it all the way to you make it all the way to where the guards are. Mm -hmm. You can't do an action, but you can do a free action, which would be a short amount of talking. Stop what you're doing! Focus on these guys, and if we can gently capture that geese over there in the pond, then this will all go away. Okay, uh, roll me a persuasion check. A lot of information, not a lot of time, I understand. Um, persuasion? Yeah. 21 or 22? Okay, if it's over 20, it's high enough. <laughs> the Warforge turn and they go, we do not take orders from citizens. But then uh, in the pile of exhausted guards nearby, you actually see Fire Cherish, oh, yes. who sits up and he's like, oh, you idiots, listen to him. Do what he says. And they're like, affirmative. <laughs> Tell me again, what was your command? You said, stop what you're doing and do what? I said, stop what you're doing. Focus on those three colorful geese and then Go and help catch the, the geese gently in the pond. Okay. So just to be clear, you told them to start hitting the... And you said stop hitting them. Stop hitting, yeah. You did you, say you, stop What hitting. you said was focus on the three colourful geese, right? Yes. Yeah. So they just look at them real intently. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they, they, they got it. They, they're going to start They're gonna start walking towards them. I'm going to have to roll them in. So I'll roll them in now and figure out where they go in the order. All right. Okay, so Flynn's had their turn. Uh, next up is Karen. Or Ida. 
Or either, yeah, you guys can decide who wants to go first. Oh, um... <laughs> I didn't really have much of a plan for this turn. Do you have a plan? Um, kind of. I'll, I'll go first. I want to grapple Cowboy Ghost. <laughs> try and take off, um... Help! Help! And, and try and take off, um, his, his collar. So I'm gonna need you to make a strength check along with me. Oof. It's not 11. Uh, yeah, you actually do. He only rolled nine. So yes. That's good. So you run up and you like. How, how do you grapple him? You jump on him? Do you dogpile him? Do you just like grab him by the neck, or what's your strategy? Um, I grab, I grab him under the chin and like tilt his head back so he can't bite me, and then kind of rest my body on his body, and then my other hand is gonna come around and try and get the collar off. I think I'm gonna have to make you wait until next turn before you can take the collar off because that will be an action and the grapple is also an action. Yes, that's fine. Next up is Ido. Okay, so because the cowboy ghost uh, seems to speak cowboy, Ido's gonna make the assumption that the demon ghost speaks infernal. Um, so he's gonna try and, I guess he'll be animal handling, but he's gonna be like, ghost, calm down, buddy. I can get you out of the situation. And he's gonna like slightly walk towards it while speaking Infernal to him. That is a really interesting. Okay, I'm gonna let you choose. You can either roll animal handling or roll persuasion. Uh, no, persuasion then. Okay, and don't forget, you are exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna use this one. Yeah. That's 10. The goose does sniff around, recognizing the language that you speak. And as you're like, hey, it's okay, calm down. The goose like rises up and like puffs out its chest and is like, I am a demonic god! I am a goose of demon! Oh my god! <laughs> That's so scary! Honk! Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> um, is that in Infernal? Or is it... Yeah, it says it back to you in Infernal, yeah. <laughs> so the rest of you can hear Ido speaking, or those of you who are paying attention can hear Ido speaking this like evil sounding language and then the goose like responds with the same like horrible undertones and like puffs out its chest and it's clearly trying to like establish dominance as the like main demon in this sort of like area. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I, have I got any more room to do anything else? That felt like an action, but if, yeah. you can, if you can convince me that you want to do something else or use your movement to like go somewhere else. I'll be honest, I'd be pretty surprised. I think I'm kind of frozen in shock, okay. <laughs> to be honest. It, it kind of intimidated you? Yeah, a little. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough, it's a very intimidating little thing. Okay, at this moment, the Warforge guards run in and one of them punts as it arrives. Like one of them just like punts the demon goose from the <laughs> <laughs> Make more demon geese. It rolled a natural 20 on that oh. attack. Um, so it's gonna do 2d6 plus 4. <laughs> I'm imagining this demon goose sailing away, and as it sails away, like two, like a, another goose just kind of goes. That's yeah. exactly that's exactly what happens. That's exactly <laughs> what happens. Both, and they both sail off into the distance. So you notice uh, as the as the Warforged guards run in let's punch the purple goose as it's like doing its thing to you. It's like establishing its dominance and just And so two purple streaks fly off in different directions and recover uh, off to both the left and right of you. And you see uh, two demon geese rise and very angrily like, Aah! How far away from us are they now? I'd say 20 feet on each side. And the remaining Warforged are going to dogpile cowboy goose. 
So I'm gonna roll them with advantage on a strength check because this is like five versus one, so I think it's gonna be And it's already grappled. Yeah. Oh, you're on that one. Okay, so yeah, they, they get automatic crits there. Yeah. So I'm just gonna roll like five attacks against this thing. No! <laughs> no! If they can kill it um, in this turn, it won't spawn, it'll just die. Aww, I don't want to see a cowboy ghost die. It was gonna die, it was gonna die anyway when I took off the thing. Disappearing is a lot nicer than seeing a bludgeoned to death. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. They hit it for 19, so they kind of all just ran in and like started stabbing it with swords and stuff. <gasps> Actually, no, 19, yeah, no, that because it's uh, because they're all auto crits. Karen, you kind of like roll off and you look over and the cowboy goose, as well as like another cowboy goose directly underneath of it, have just got all these swords just sticking through them and they're dead. Like they're, they're, they're gone. Oh no. No, you've got lots of feathers on you. I oh no, this is bloody and she's got feathers all over her. <laughs> do, do any other geese disappear? No. Okay, that was a late, late comer ghost. No, because it's, they're still wearing the clasp. They're just dead. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah. I mean, I didn't say anything. What did I say? <laughs> mm. <No>. Quick! <laughs> Can I use my reaction to take off the clasp? <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, but you'll have to roll really well. Uh, actually, you'll have to roll. Just roll me a dexterity check. That's a twelve. This is really unorthodox because it's not your turn, but you did kind of like use your turn to like be right there next to them. Mm. So I'll say you like rolled off to the side and as you did, you just kind of like yanked at the clasp and it does come off and it does vanish. And also, here I can find my right D10s. I like to have one with like the, the tens and one with the ones on it. Yeah. So the, uh, 42 other geese nice. uh, from nearby. Uh, also vanish, and that is one of the three boss geese uh, defeated. But now we still have three boss geese. Yeah, demon goose now have their turn. There are two of them. So one of them is going to take to the air and hit uh, Idafa with a necrotic dive bomb. So I'm gonna roll an attack on you. It misses, so it like comes down like, and you step out of the way and it hits the ground and like a little explosion of purple energy hits next to you. And the other one flaps and as it does so, six more geese fly in from either side and you hear it say, ATTACK in, in demonic. And so those six geese are going to... Who's nearby? They're gonna attack Flynn. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Who's nearby? So I'm just gonna roll one attack roll for the six of them. That's a eight. Oh, I did it. Sorry. No, they don't. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you're pretty low, huh? You managed to dodge behind the Warforged and so they have to take evasive maneuvers. Okay. But there are now six more geese. The, the, the demonic geese appears to have the ability to summon and control other geese. Great. Yeah, that's fun. I'm loving this fight. How are you guys fighting? <laughs> now would be the cowboy goose's turn, but the cowboy goose is dead, so we're back up to Frankie. Random question, but yep. can I use Mage Hand to take off a clasp? Yes, it would be a dexterity check instead of a <gasps> check. Uh, so I. <laughs> Can I just do that? I'm like, wait a minute. This is mine trying to think so hard. And you can just kind of see the, the gears the turning, turning and it's just like, wait a minute. If I put on my super cool looking glove thing that I've made, I haven't thought of a name yet. Maybe I have, I can't remember it right now. But I'll, I'll, I'll put this on and I will cast Mage Hand. And I'm going to try and take that's that's what I, I'm assuming. You you can't see it, but a mage hand is coming out of this glove. It's like when you're on a road trip and you're like your hand yeah. thing out the window. 
to be clear, which boots are you trying to take the collar off? The, like... Florence? Oh, I think Florence might be too far away. Florence is 60 feet away, but you still have your full movement. Oh. What's, the, what's the range on Mayday? 30. So, so if I run mm. awkwardly, you know, avoiding any geese in the area, just be like awkwardly running like Frankie does. Yeah. Waving his little like. Have you guys ever seen, have you guys even noticed the way that Woody runs in Toy Story? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly how Frankie yeah. runs. Yeah, yeah. With his cool mage hand gloves on, and he's like, oh, oh Floyd, stop it coming. And, and mage hand, and tries to mage hand. The, the clasp off of Florence. Lyra notices what you're doing and where you're going and is like, Florence, come to daddy. <laughs> I would like to just remind you mm -hmm. that there are Warforged guards around. Oh yeah. Uh, they will see you doing this. Okay. Uh, you are casting a spell. Oh, yeah. um, you know what, it's fine. Okay, Frankie cool. doesn't, wouldn't have thought about that at the time. Okay, yeah, you're, you're just going for it. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's well. true. Yeah, that's fine. Um, do you have a uh, Electrum on you at this moment? Always. He always has some. I think he pulled out five mm. at the thing. So and just he like hasn't actually used it somewhere? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's cool. Okay, roll me a dexterity check. Dex. Uh, dex. That is a 12. Oh. Roll with advantage because Lyran gave you help. Oh, uh, uh, yes. That is a 13. 13 was what I wanted. Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. So as everyone like, you know, there's geese dive bombing, the, the demon geese are like, you know, doing crazy bombs and the fire goose is like blazing overhead. Frankie just like zooms in, uses his like analytic vision to like look over and he's like that one. And then he like sprints awkwardly towards the pond. And you can hear in the background in slow motion, and you put on your glove and you like push your hand out and a purple hand like explodes out from your hand and sails over and as the like the, this is the one goose that's not being aggressive it's just kind of like floating around like you know like it's like oh cool pond i wonder if i'm gonna get some bugs later and it turns around and it's like sees the purple hand coming for it and the purple hand like grabs on and pulls the clasp away <laughs> and and then there's like a whoosh of air as thousands of pounds of mass just vanish from the park and are replaced and just whoosh, and like karen's like you know sees the fire goose coming right at her face and it just blinks out of existence and flynn is like dodging white geese here and there and, and and like he's about to get hit by one and it's just gone and Ido's like trying to come up with the courage to like do something to the steaming goose and it just vanishes and everyone catches their breath as they realize that all the geese are gone and and in your mage hand is a clasp of cloning that did not disappear. Keep it! Yeah, I'm gonna look in and then be like, you know what? And tuck it away. So combat's over, but you'd still have to bring it back 30 feet. I'm going to roll a perception check for the Warforged guards to see if they see. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna roll a perception check. Okay, I already rolled an 11. I don't think that's enough. You're, you're far enough away. And they're concentrating on the geese that are now gone. <laughs> um, 
And so the hand comes back and you like pop it back in. And what do you do with the clasp? And be like, ooh. <laughs> you put it in the like... <laughs> And the Warforged look around very confused as they just do not understand. They're like, no threats detected. Back to patrol. And they like put their swords on their backs. And they're like, thank you, citizen, for your service. And then they just kind of like head off in different directions. And they're like, the park smells pretty bad now that you're... <laughs> the, the geese disappeared, but their droppings remain. Oh, no! Geese. Ah. And the, the four of you and Lyran are just kind of like... You, it takes a moment for you to just realize how exhausted and sick you're all feeling. Yep. And the threat of the geese is now gone. Now that all the geese are gone, I'm going to walk like just really tiredly over to the tree and be like, come on, come on, whiskers. It's, <laughs> it's time to go. The cat like recognizes you and uh, I don't even need your role in it. Like the, the cat just really likes you. Yeah. And it jumps out of the tree and like jumps up into your arms and just goes to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm just like, cat. oh, I want to sleep. <laughs> I want to sleep too. <laughs> We're all so wrecked. Wrecked, son. I want Flinver to, because the city guards are near us, eh? Yeah. Um, I want to start aggressively clapping at the guards and be like, bravo, you've done amazing! Um, at the city guards, like, like over the top, kind of like, you did so well to, like, make them disappear and outlast this terrible thing that's happened to our city. The guards begin to stand and, like, look around. Like, they're, they're confused for a minute, but then they hear what you're saying and they're like, you know, we are pretty good. <laughs> yup. And you see, a couple, you see a couple of them do like little shield bashes together and they're like, Emperor's boys! Oh my god. <laughs> Frankie, you walk up to the pond where the, the goose was hanging out. Because you notice like a weird flash of light when the, uh, when the original clasp came off. Mm -hmm. And you look into the pond uh, and you see something green and shiny just under the water. Mm hmm. Hmm. And then just like, Right in. <laughs> Assuming. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You come back up with a piece of electrum that is electric green oh. instead of electric blue. And you're holding it, and it's almost like it's almost shocking you. Ah. Like it's not hurting, it just. Oh. You can feel energy coming from it, and it doesn't feel like regular electrum, which just feel like pleasant to hold, tingly maybe. This is like not arcing power yeah but it definitely feels different huh frankie is gonna look around to see if everyone notice and then just like also put it in the pocket to study later just in case study. just in case it's dangerous karen is going to go over to lyron she's going to say all right are you ready to go home and lyron is like he's really upset like he's looking around and you can see just how like destroyed what is normally like a really pleasant like a like a free space for the entire city is just looks like a goose war zone and there's like feathers and goose poop everywhere and he's like what have i done well i can't say that i've ever made a mistake quite like this in my youth but uh <laughs> i could tell you some stories why don't i take you home with florence and we'll go see your dad and we'll explain it all together. And remember, I'm always on your side. Okay. Yeah, oh, all right, let me just, and he like walks over and like picks up, scoops up the goose, Aww. who like is looking at him like, you threw me off a tower, but 
You also give me seeds. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, he goes with you. Do you do you just leave with just him? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if these guys want to come with, but um, yeah, Karen's gonna just say, "Well, I'll I'll see you on Monday, everyone." <laughs> um, I've got I've got thing things to do. Frankie, you feel a hand on your shoulder, um, and you turn around and you see uh, Lieutenant, uh, sorry, Captain Cherish, standing there smiling at you, and he's like, "I saw what you did, but." I'm not gonna say anything. Oh, I feel like maybe there's more to you than I originally thought. Oh, Cherishes into Frankie. What? Your name is your name is Francis, right? Frankie, but yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Frankie, can I can I show you something? Yes. Um, and he begins to lead you back over to the execution platform. Oh. <laughs> um, Careful! As you get there, he said, I think when I first met you, I said that I was named after a great hero, right? Yes, you did. I mean, I'd like to think he's a hero, but he points at a small plaque that's on the ground in front of the execution platform. And the plaque says, here lies the execution spot of the heinous criminal Usaiah Jet. And it's dated? about 157 years ago. Mm -hmm. Ooh. And he says, heroes do the right thing, Oh. but maybe not always the best thing. And with that, he pats you on the back again, and he walks away, leaving you to wonder how much freedom you have left now that the Emperor's guard knows you can do magic. Well, I think they're gone now. Howdy. Thanks for moseying on over to watch our show. I'm a goose, and I like grapes a lot more than I like breadcrumbs. Tell your friends. Thanks for listening. Yeehaw.